Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in with me on my podcast, Keeping It Real with Caramel. As we say, well, honey, I got my boy on the line, Matt. How are you, sweetheart? I'm doing great today. How about yourself? Thank you for having me. Oh, no, no problem. No problem. I'm having a good day. You know, it's in Orlando. It's nice and in and, and it's kind of hot, but it's kind of cool, too. You know what I'm saying? So that great. Yeah, weather. Most definitely. Most definitely. You, you in Chicago, right? I'm, I'm a little south uh, in Carbondale at the other side of Illinois. You know, it's they, they refer to it as the 618 Southern oh. Illinois. Okay. So well, I'm it, friendly with Chicago. I got people up there. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Is it cold there where you at now? Oh, uh, no. It's actually really nice. Uh, It's cool, breezy, and sunny. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. So let's talk about uh, you. So, Matt, you experienced two different worlds in your lifetime. You also experienced the luxury part of it, and you you experienced the street part of it. So what drove, what drove you into the street life? Um, I was just, you know, uh, I, I had mental health illness at a really young age, like 10 years old. I was really defiant, oppositional, ran into trouble, like, uh, just like bad things, like attracting me. So I like, uh, I like destroy myself. I don't know how to explain it other than, you know, I, I, I try to find ways to hurt me and, and being in the streets is a perfect place to, you know, it just kind of attracted me to be in the streets at a young age. And I noticed that I noticed that you got arrested at the age of ten, and you became a gang member at the age of twelve. You know, yep, um, and I was like, I, w- I was wondering what was going on with you at that time because that is so young to to have a mind to do that. You know what I mean? I was I was ten years old. Uh, you know, just really bad in school, in and out. You know, get suspended, kicked out of school, and uh, I met a person in my class that was from the South Side of Chicago. And um, we became real good friends. And by the time I was like 12, you know what I'm saying? I'm running away from my mama house to live in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? At first, I stayed on 88th and Wallace. Then I, I moved over to 112th and Loomis across from Ada Park where all the BBs was. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, you know, it, it was really like everybody I was around was, you know, older than me and in game. So when I was like 12, you know what I'm saying? I, I I became a gangster disciple and I've been in I've been GD ever since. You know what I'm saying? I'm 29 now, so that's 17 years as a gang member, you know, under gangster disciples, no switching, no pancake shit, like under real, you know what I'm saying, real gangsters, you know what I'm saying? That right. people that's respected in the toughest neighborhoods. And I was good everywhere I went, you know what I'm saying? Cause I was a, you know, I was different, you know what I'm saying? I'm a white boy, I'm I'm from a different place, you know, my family right. is good to them. So it's like they cousins and their uncles and their friends, you know, all took me under their wing. And, you know what I'm saying? I was just protected, you know, growing up in, the, you know, the most dangerous place cause, just because who I was and who my family was and the type of person I was. You feel me? Right. So they gave you mad respect for that, basically. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's what's up. So why do you call why do you call yourself the new era, the king? Well, at first I was young thug, you know what I'm saying, when I first started rapping. But then, you know, as I started rapping, you know, dude took my name before I popped off. So, you know, I I couldn't really be young thug no more. Then I switched it to New Era and um, mm-hmm. because that was the name of my, my record label that I made. And, you know what I'm saying, as time went by at this record label, you know, people started going to prison or they got killed or 
So it was really just me left. So I just decided to make the whole label, you know, my, my stage name, New Era. And then once mm-hmm. once I was New Era, you know, my music done got so cold, you know what I'm saying, so hot. Like, I, I really just got arrogant. And um, I felt like nobody was really fucking with me or on my level. So I just put the king, you know, at the end of it. Okay. After, you know, time went by as being New Era, I'm New Era the king, you know what I'm saying? Okay, I like that name. That's why I asked. I was like, I wonder why, how he became with that name. That name sounds good. It, it's catchy. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, so anywhere you go, people are like, oh, that's the new era of the king. What's up? You know? So it was real Bro. catchy. So I understand that you was in high school and you went to school with a famous rapper. And yep, so... He go at, at the time he was CG what it do and he was yeah. the half he was one of the two people that was in the group called Pop It Off Boys and they actually made the song called Crank That Batman which is okay. the other version of that Soldier Boy Crank That Soldier Boy yeah and you know they was on BT VH1 on radio stations everywhere you know what I'm saying like and at that time he was so famous you know what I'm saying he took me under his wing you know put me in the studio. And I recorded there for about a year. Did my whole first mixtape. You know, he hosted it. I was the only rapper who he ever hosted a mixtape. You oh, know, wow. he featured on a few of my songs that was, you know, very good songs. And, you know, that leads up to the point, like, after a year of recording in his studio, you know, my pops, you know, blessed me with a studio on Christmas, you know, to, so I could do it myself. And I, you know, basically cut out the middleman. Oh, that's what's up. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you have to do that. You know what I'm saying? You have to cut out the middleman to get where you want to be, you know, and how you want to do things, you know? Most definitely. So you became the hottest talent in the area that you was in, and you was featured with a lot of main artists, and and you was also featured on on Worldstar. How did that happen? Uh, I I featured on Worldstar because my boy, Flo Malcolm, uh, Basically, I knew somebody in Southern Illinois that was cool with a rapper in Atlanta, and this rapper ended up to, you know, grow up to be famous like me, like, in a certain degree, like, but he on a bigger scale, like, he in Atlanta doing what I'm doing in Carbondale, and, you know, he go downtown, do shows every night, you know, he was signed to SODMG, Soldier Boy label, for a year, he was on World Star, beefing with Chief Keith and Lil Reese, and basically... I made a I made a video of like supporting my my boy Flo in the Chief Keep Lil Reese beef, and that basically put an end to the beef. And you know Flo was on World Star, and then I followed up with a video, and they put that on World Star, and basically they beef ended by me, you know, because I was I knew JoJo Lil JoJo and them peoples, and um over on 63rd and Racine and all that. Like I was I had their cousins and shit living with me in my crib. So it was like I was affiliated with JoJo. I was affiliated with the person in Atlanta beefing with Chief Keith and Lil Reese. I, I just, you know, I stepped in and, and was a part of it and try and you know brought an inset shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know how to explain it, but I definitely got on World Star. Well, that, that's that's you know a lot of people want to get on World Star, and for you just to get on World Star, that was a big yeah. you know everybody loves. I wish I could get on World Star. How do I get on World Star? And that was really big. I mean, because you know you got on it. Yeah, it was just basically all the people I knew and what was going on. And, you know, I was on HotNewHipHop.com, the future of R&B. And these were just records that me and bro in Atlanta was doing. Like, he got me a song with Roscoe Dash. He got me a song with OJ the Juice Man. And I'm like 17, 18, you know what I'm saying? You know, had songs with famous artists getting 50,000 plus downloads on HotNewHipHop.com a week. That's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was big. 
that's yeah. awesome to be 17 years old and do that. You know, you know, a lot of 17 year olds are trying to be where you were when you were 17 years old. And that is a big accomplishment of, you know, you're out there pushing your stuff out there because, you know, a lot of a lot of people are doing that. But it takes years to get where you where you've been. You know what I mean? Um, it, yeah, it takes years to, to even get pushed out or people even notice you, you know. So why do you choose gangster rap? But out of anything, out of any uh, rap, why do you choose gangster rap? Because a gangster rapper, a gangster rapper, um, low key, like in the eyes uh, of growing up, like as the, my peers around me, a gangster rapper is the most respected person, like in in, in the world. You know what right. I'm saying? And like nobody gets like the respect a gangster rapper gets, like period. Like if a gangster rapper speaks, a famous gangster rapper, the youth gonna listen. And I always figure like I could get into gangster rap, like make millions and and blow up and be on TV and radio right. everywhere. And then once I had the respect of the world, I could try to put you know God and right. you know like good stuff out to the world because I have their attention and they were and so I figured if I was a gangster rapper and I became successful at it. You know, I, I'd have a better chance of making good come of the world than opposed to me being a preacher and not having the respect of those people, not having their attention. And, you know, basically just trying to fight, you know, evil, evil and good with good, you know, vice versa. You know what I'm saying? I always felt like if Lil Wayne would have like, while he was at the top of the world, like if he would have tried to, you know, instill good into the world, people would have listened or, you know what I'm saying? Or, right. So I just I, I try to do that, and you know I got lost, you know, upon the way. You know what I'm saying? Like my parents didn't invest in my dream. Um, I didn't have nobody putting no money into me. I was too smart to sell drugs or really break any laws because I knew that would cripple me from being able to move forward. Like I can't, I can't make it on the TV in jail. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like I, I really, I ain't had no no stable, you know, high paying income to. Support my bills, support my car, support my, support my habits, and, and right. It was getting it, making money and shit. You know, they ask, get popped or not believe or I just really ain't ever. Okay, before okay, before we, before we to, to have a nice appeal, right, we, to have good quality studio, to have right, nice videos. Right. It uh, you was, a um, just let you know that you was going in and out a little bit. I don't know why, but um, we can hear some of the things that you said, but some things we, we really couldn't hear it. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. It's not. I mean, is this is this the area that you're in? So I'm just letting okay, the listeners fault. know that when they hear yeah, this, I'll, I'll, that you went in and out just a little teen bit. But you're back now, so that's all that matters, you know. So I I know in your bio, like you said before, um, you became success um, at the age of 17, and you sold like yes. 15 record, 1500 records um, from taking where you was making music. You was making music, and it was like 1500, right? And uh, fifteen hundred is is it's it's a lot of music, okay. So, yeah. what motivated you to just to push all this music out?
um i really didn't have no help and i'm the type of person like i wouldn't wait on anybody to do anything and then i i really didn't have like the sufficient funds to push myself so basically what i did was i, I figured out a way to do everything myself and the you know the least expensive way to promote your music is online through social media like it don't cost nothing but a monthly internet bill to send your music to everyone all over the world and i would basically prop my phone have it put it to you know the right angle then press record then run to the spot then perform my music video then i would download you know different apps on the phone and internet that would you know help edio video editing then i would take the best ones put graphics on this one put the text on this one do the video <laughs> editing with this one and i would just get on facebook and twitter and i would blow people's shit up until they got annoyed and like i swear to god like i i i, I used to even push my shit in like the you know the car buy sell apps and you know where the white people go to buy lamps and cars and shit like that i post my music all through there and not before long i was just the topic of oh my God. southern illinois and then it went to kentucky it went to missouri it went to uh, it went to memphis it went to indiana it went to chicago it went to st louis and i i dropped a video uh celebrating some and it got like 70,000 views in the first you know two weeks and i went viral so that really you know put the cherry on top for my music career like is it like a hundred some plus thousand views now and everybody just know me for that around here and you know yell out the window at me or get me on a snap and it, it really was just me being poor not having nobody that's to awesome. help and, that's and awesome. doing everything myself Man, so you've been doing music for like what on the for internet like 17 as much years as I 18 years could. oh wow that's a long time so do you 15 years yeah 15 16 years I started, I started, yeah, I started writing at like 13, 14, uh, 15, 16 is when I got into that studio. And then 17 years old, I had my own, you know, I had Pro Tools LE8. Oh. I had a microphone. I had an inbox. I had a computer. I had, you know, everything I needed, you know, oh, to wow. do everything myself. And, you know, I, I probably got 17, 1600 songs, literally. Like, it, two wow. Tupac had 720 something when he died. I got at least twice as many as Pop, like real shit. Like there's no on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter oh, wow. or that has more content across social media that you can just look up right now. Nowhere the King. Oh wow, that's awesome. Like, so how do you, do you feel like your more, past? I got more content than your any past other artist ever. Is where you at now? Like your past brought you to where you are now. Um, I really feel like my, I got like a spiritual life. Like, like I, I'm probably like one of those important characters in the Bible that just grow up to be somebody special one day and help a lot of people. But I definitely feel like my 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 pavement was laid out for me, and I went about things the right way. I think a lot of the bad things that happened to me were to build me and to mold me and to grow me into a person that's able right. to help others, you know, and be strong enough and be able to and speak on awesome. certain shit other people can't 
And it's just my that's, life and that's really right. molded and that's everything awesome. that I am. And so, yeah. like you said, and you I'm had your own studio. You were very fortunate to have your own studio, it. do your own music, do your own things. And you was hungry for for this. And uh, being hungry for something that you want, you're going to succeed. Right. You know, and I think a lot of people that say that they're hungry, because I know it was sometimes something that you were saying in your bio that you was more hungry than anybody. Yes. And... Anybody like 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 people people would talk about music all day, <laughs> right. but I would be the one pressing the space bar, clicking the mouse key, right. you know, and people sitting in the circle drinking beer, talking about rapping, and I'm in the corner, you know, making hits. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and it's back, a different. You know what I'm what's like, what's they that don't saying? Know what always I'm doing. they just talking is cheap. Action is everything. Shit, you, know, you know, people can talk, talk, talk all day, and if you sit there and you have to show action of something that you really want, and and go get it, right? So Everything. stop talking about it and go for it. I feel, don't you? See? For so, so. And you know, when you decent, when you decent, you gonna find that you have a lot harder time with shit than others because it you, you're being prepared to go through more. Like a person that don't have a real destiny, you know what I'm saying? They they not gonna go through certain shit. Somebody that's decent is. Because they're not meant to know as much. They're not meant to be as strong. They're not meant to be as wise. They're not meant to be, you know, it's, you know, multi-talented, whatever the case may be. It's just like certain people got certain paths for certain destinies. And somebody that's going far in life, that's destined to help many and be successful at what they do, is going to have a real hard time in life. And they just got to know to keep their head up, keep pushing, keep stepping forward because the devil will try to break you. I swear to God. Like I, I I I done seen so much shit. I done been through so much shit, and I don't want to kill myself. All type of shit. But I I just know that if you make it through the night, there's a brighter day. Pac was definitely right about that. And That's somebody true. that is destined to be blessed is going to have a real hard time dealing with the devil trying to stop them. So I just want to say to all my people out there. Oh, I like that. Up, I like that saying most definitely. Like so uh, what were you, I was about to ask you that too. You're so like, you're taking friends. my questions already. No, but I was going to ask you, what would you tell someone? I was going to ask you, what would you tell someone if someone wanted to follow your footsteps as in being successful as you did? Because <laughs> it's a lot of young kids that's in gangs and a, young, a lot of young kids that is going in the wrong direction. And they're doing things to go to jail and doing things to go to prison and doing things that they feel like, but they want to be successful, but they don't know how to be successful. You know? All I got to say for them to channel all their pain, all their energy, all their mind, body, soul, heart, energy, and motivation into one thing that could possibly take them out of you know the environment right now a big key this gonna sound weird but i i don't have no kids i'm 29 with no kids <laughs> i ain't never had an std i ain't never got a girl pregnant like i do not have sex like people think i'm weird as fuck but i knew that i, I knew that kids would cost a lot of money i knew i knew bitches like just like to go to the club and party and it's not really too many females out there that want to just have a family and go to church and have a you know 
a nice quiet life and I, I, I knew a STD would have me in and out of the hospital. I just I just knew it was not a good thing unless I was ready to have a family, settle down with the right woman and it being the right woman. So it's like it's like to prevent like that, I just didn't associate with females to an extent where like I caught feelings or physical or anything because no. I, I, I'm just too genuine, you know what I'm saying? I, I had two parents that were are married 30 years. You know, I know they never cheat on each other. They go to church every Sunday, group on Wednesdays, like help out in the community. Like I come from a good family and I went out to the world at a young age and I noticed that no other families were like that. And I noticed women right. were like very sneaky. I know that when, men don't really give a fuck. And it's just like, I, I didn't want to follow that. You know what I'm saying? I figured I could... I was gonna have a love life. I was gonna do that later in life after I already, you know, on my way to success. And you know, a big thing is just don't have kids out here you can't take care of, or that's gonna break you financially if you have dreams. Don't put yourself at risk for getting an STD that you're gonna be stuck with for a long time or forever. And 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 don't right. go out here breaking people's hearts and breaking your own heart when, in reality, you're too young to even know what love is. So I just, you know, feel like that if people just keep their shit in their pants or keep their legs closed and just follow their dreams and let God, you know, match make, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I, and be I truly believe that. I, I truly believe that a, um, a lot of kids you know, want to grow up too fast and want to do this and have all the kids and all this stuff. And, you know, life, live your life first. And then once you meet that perfect Indeed. person, because having these all these kids is not good at all. Um, and you know, I'm gonna agree with you on on people that you know having kids financially. You yeah. have to be financially ready to take care of a child because they are very expensive. Yeah, they're very expen- uh, very expensive. So um, I know mature, you do a lot. Like, you do filming. You do editing. You do oh my god. You do producing. You do. Oh my God. So how do you manage? How do you manage to do all that? Um, basically I just start something and I don't finish until it's over. So like, uh, if wow. I'm like right now, I don't got a studio. Uh, I got robbed for my shit. <laughs> so yeah. I got like a cat. It's all good. I'll be back. You know what I'm saying? This shit happens. You know, people be jealous. You know what I'm saying? Like people want what I got. You know what I'm saying? So it's always going to be people trying to take from me. But uh, I got like a whole catalog I just choose from. Like whenever I'm in a good mood or something, I go down this catalog of music that I've already recorded and I just pick which song I'm going to do a video to. So I go find a different location that I've already done it at. That seems would be a cool background. I don't care if it's broad day. I don't care if it's traffic. I don't care if people are yelling at me out the windows. They see me perform. None of that shit. Right. Police already know me. They like my music. They hope I make it. So I don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just go to random places in public. Uh, I got this yellow suitcase box type thing. And I carry it with me. And I prop my phone up on that. And then I just press record and perform my video. And then after I perform my video, I go back to my apartment. I, I go to these video editing apps that I've downloaded through my phone. And I just edit the video real nice. You know, as time goes by, you know what I'm saying? The apps get better and better. At first, it's like they try to 
put money on the apps because they figured out what I was doing. <laughs> and they would put like restrictions on certain features of these apps because I made so many videos. You oh, know what I'm wow. saying? I, it'll be days I make four music videos and post them all on the internet, all on YouTube. And people are just here. Some people get real mad. Some people will be annoyed. Some people talk shit. But there's other people that are just inspired by what I do. And, you know, it's a really good feeling to know that people are, like, looking up to you. And, you know, sometimes people, you know, wave at me, honk their horn when they see me performing. They say my little slogan, I went viral on. Like, it's it's amazing. It's like, it's basically like I'm a famous gang rapper that never, you know, made a day. And I'm just in but you, but you know a what, place though? where everybody knows me from my music. But what, 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 you know no what, money. though? But you, you know will be saying? noticed. Nice clothes, like um, everybody's noticing you now. So it, time tells. Like you say, it takes a long time for people to actually actually no, notice. But you're being noticed now. So you are a celebrity to, to your community. And everybody loves who you are. You know, and, and you're right. People are jealous of, about some things that people do because they wish they was in that position, you know, and that's the reason why they get so jealous and then upset about it. And they want to hurt the next person, which I don't understand that. I think that if the person's doing good, I think you should acknowledge it and be happy for that person. You you have right. You have Right, and you and you have the ability to help them. You exactly, know what I'm and everybody has the ability to do something <laughs> special with themselves. Like you cannot get jealous if the person's more motivated than you are, or, or more hungry than you are. That's not that's not that person's fault. That's your fault for sitting on the couch and want to do nothing and talk exactly. about and look at the videos and get upset about it. That's you. Won't you go out there and do something for yourself as well, and sitting there getting upset because someone else is doing better than you are? That makes no damn sense to me. So, um, so what do you have coming up next? Yeah. Uh, right now, I'm basically just uh, I, I don't know uh, I'm basically uh, called um, what I've been just another album. Um, just gonna push that. Uh, I'm really trying to just uh save money and because you know I got so much content. It's all about distribution now and promotion. Like my my idea is to go on Instagram and and like find these little promotion pages, you know, that they charge like $50, $60 for to post on their page. And you know, these people are like viral. So, you know, if you pay somebody like $50 and send them your little video, they'll post it on their page and they'll get like 50, 60,000 views. I'm trying to get my shit posted on. Yeah, I'm trying to get my shit posted on Boopy page, on Worldstar, on College Kid. I, you know, College Kid wrote a news article about me a couple of years ago. Um, that was cool. That was a cool experience. Um, I'm just trying to get my shit out there. You know what I'm saying? I, it, it really don't matter if I record another song, even though I get better every single song. It's like, it's not time for me to record. It's time for me to do something with the material I already got. You know what I'm saying? So I just plan on trying to find ways to save money, make it a better uh, source of income and just... Uh, Get my music out there to the world for them to see because the shit I have that I'm doing this last couple of years is like amazing. You know, I'll post something on Facebook and be like, this going viral for sure. And they get like two, three thousand views and stop and you know what I'm saying? But that, that, everything I post is viral worthy. Like, period. Like, I do all the shit myself. The quality is amazing. The content is great. The music is outstanding. And 
it just deserved to be her. So I'm my man. And that's good. And that's and you're supposed to push your stuff. So as you know, like this pandemic is going on. And um but before I even talk about the pandemic, I am super proud of you. I want you to keep your head up. Don't get upset about anything that's going on because like you said before, the devil don't don't like you when you win. And I want you to keep smiling and just keep focused on what you what you're trying to do because sometimes things is not gonna go the way you want it to go. But at the end of the day, smile about it so, so the devil won't never win about what you know that he got you. You know what I mean? But you know that this p- pandemic and most definitely because one thing I learned, one thing I learned is everything always works out for the best. So going through a bad time is just, right. just God's way of protecting you and setting you up for a better time. So the best thing you can do is smile about it so you don't be embarrass yourself or, you know, lose respect from the people that look up to you. Because if you want kicking and screaming through life, you know, people going to look at you like you got what you wanted anyway. If you would have just played this shit smooth, you would have been a lot more respectable. So at the end of the day, it's always most important to keep your cool through all situations because God is just setting you up, blessing you, and protecting you if you're going through a bad time yep. to set you up for a That's better true. predicament. That's true. That's oh, true. And you know that like this epidemic like is going on. This COVID-19 thing is going on. And you know that people are losing their homes. People are can't eat. People are going through so yes. much in this world right now. And I usually give everybody a positive message. And you are a very talented young you know, guy. So give everybody a positive message the one that's really going down some people doing this pandemic is doing good but the ones that are, are not doing so well right now can you give them a positive message to lift their heads up hey man just just follow what um your medical providers around your community tell you to do wash your hands wear the mask you know what i'm saying follow the necessary procedures to keep from getting yourself like infected with the disease and if you do go to a place where you don't have to be around a lot of people whether it out you know what i'm saying stay healthy take your medicine eat healthy you know what i'm just saying prepare for it and if you get it or know anybody that has it help them through it help yourself through it and just keep your faith in god like it's going to be more than just this pandemic after you know this period of time because it, i feel like we're to an end of time but it's going to be stuff rolling and rolling and you just have to keep your faith in god you have to uh to the people deep inside your heart are the most responsible sources to listen to and follow the necessary medical procedures as far as keeping yourself and others especially your family safe from this pandemic through this time and all you can do is just you know live your life with a smile and happy but just take the necessary procedures it takes to stay safe and tell you once it is real and it will happen it can happen and you know you just have to go about it the best way you true. can to avoid that is so true so get everybody your social media so they can follow you all right my my facebook name m-a-t-t space P-E-R-P-I-G-N-A-N-I or you could type in New Era The King No Spaces YouTube New Era The King Twitter at New Era The King No Spaces IG New Era underscore The King and um email I am New Era The King at gmail.com that's all so I just want to tell you man <laughs> I am.
to you and I just want you to continue doing what you do and I am super proud of you and you know we've been we've been Facebook friends and friends for a long time and uh, you know I support you 100% and I know you're going to be super super big so when I see you on the TV I'll be like I know I know him yeah so <laughs> <laughs> I most definitely appreciate this opportunity. Like you definitely blessed me and gave me something to smile. Oh, and thank you so cherish. much. And I want you to take care of yourself, okay? Most definitely. You have a beautiful day right. and thank okay, you so bye much bye. for having me. All right.